Aloha and welcome to Anki Speaks and an episode of Ancient Anthropology. And I'm your host, Janet Lesson, and together I am here with my co-host, anthropologist, Dr. Sasha Lesson, and we present a series of internet radio programs on civilizations of inner earth known as Agartha and Agartha's impact on us surface dwellers. Today's program is entitled Inner Earth Civilizations and Their Impact on Us, and this is part one. And here to kick us off on this series is Dr. Sasha Lesson. The Earth, the Moon, and planets are hollow. A 700-mile-thick mantle crusts Agartha, which is the civilization inside our hollow Earth. Our sun creates gravity inside the planet. Passages lead into the planet inside. Photos from satellites show huge holes at each pole. Earth's hollowness makes sounds during earthquakes. They're sounds like horns or bells. Our secret rulers conceal Earth's hollow structure from the public and they enforce no-fly and no-satellite zones over the poles. But seismographic readings show a shadow zone where seismic waves almost disappear, but then they return further on because halfway inside the crust, gravity goes the other way. That causes the seismic waves to split. Land masses within the Earth have housed advanced civilizations in this place called Agartha for millions of years. Agartha's people have many different cultures and heritage and races. The people of Agartha, the Agarthans, used to live on the surface, and they went into the surface, and these uh, people that went into the surface include refugees from Hyperborea, Atlantis, Lemuria, and Nazi Germany. But all now live peacefully and keep contact with skyfaring civilizations as well as those of us on the surface. Many species that are extinct on the surface, mammoths, saber-toothed tigers, trees hundreds of yards tall, and grapes that grow as big as plums, live in the inner earth. Some cities of Agartha house people who are over 12 feet tall. There's no night in Agartha. There's a smoky sun, which is Earth's nucleus, and it hovers in the center, and this gives the inner sun the, inner, uh, the whole place inside, a sort of orange glow, and it gives it a constant temperature of 75 degrees Fahrenheit. One-fourth of Agartha consists of water. The rest is land upon which they built a hundred crystal-like cities. Over half a billion lost relatives of us surface dwellers live peaceably inside the Earth's center. These highly advanced people occupy a landmass greater in area than that of the outside surface. So this is, uh, we're now reading from Genesis for the Space Race by John Lay. Go on, Janet. 
These inhabitants of the hollow earth have remained incognito and free of war for 30,000 years. The largest group concealed in the Earth's interior dates back 15,000 years to 3,000 years prior to the sinking of their upper continent of Atlantis. The oldest race in the inner world is of ancient Germanic origin, tracing its beginnings to the frozen Antarctic in the world above when that subcontinent was once an inhabited tropical paradise. Their exodus to inner earth was 30,000 years ago. Ancestral races of the Laps, Eskimos, Chinese, Scandinavians, Germans, Greeks, and the other large ethnic groups still live inside the earth. There's constant ocean commerce still being carried on uh, between certain nations above that don't even know that's going on and their counterparts below. Over 100 inner earth inhabitants work or study in the USA now, and a similar, similar number live in Canada. Several hundred inner earth people are in, Af in Europe and they travel on Icelandic vi visas. They arrive above by means of three major train tunnel arteries, one being in the western United States. Missionaries from the interior have been landing in the United States, Canada, Germany, or England for many years as our real friends. In 1943, Germany dispatched an aerial expedition into the hollow earth by way of the South Pole. The expedition was peaceful. Its purpose was to inquire if inner earth lands were available for colonization by upper world Germans. The upper world Germans brought gifts. They were well received by the Germanic, their Germanic Saxon cousins who had migrated below in the 1600s. The upper Germans from the Third Reich encountered the Bodlanders. The Bodlanders were another German offshoot whose cradle of life began in the Antarctic but who migrated below 30,000 years ago via tunnels from what is now Iran. The visiting Germans from the upper world were invited to the capital city of Bodland. They were entertained by the King of Bod. Their hosts were ancestors of the first distinct race that migrated to the inner side of the planet's shell. Later interior arrivals included the Vikings, the Aturians, who were also known as the Atlanteans, and the Eskimo. The Japanese also uh, came. They were descendants of a sunken, the sunken planet of, of Mu. They were relatives. Uh, excuse me, the Japanese uh, ancestors were descendants of the sunken continent of Mu which predated the sinking of Atlantis by 250,000 years, according to Lay. Four civilizations had already developed and faded away on Upper Earth, and the present civilization is identified by Lay as being the fifth. There are three large continents below in the interior world and two smaller ones. The largest interior continent is Agartha, or Agraharta, sorry. It's a continental area three times larger than that of North America. And it was occupied mainly by distinct people called Aturians. 
and these are the descendants from the sunken continent of Atlantis whose ancestors migrated, immigrated into the interior 15,000 to 11,500 BC prior to the final sinking of their original homeland when many millions of their ancestors perished. The Aturians claim they are related to many surface white races and that their combined mother race was brought from Venus 33,000 years ago. And Venus was originally an Earth colony. <coughs> Excuse me. The original Atlantis began as a Venusian colony 33,000 years ago in the fertile valley and plateaus, plateaus of a continent located in the mid-Atlantic. Venus itself was originally a space colony of Earth from which the inhabitants had fled because of an earthy cataclysm of planetary nature. Before destruction, 11,500 years ago in the Atomic War, Atlantis stretched from the vicinity of Africa to what are now known as the islands of the Caribbean. And their, space trip, their spaceships traveled Earth's skies and went into outer space where trade routes to other planets were developed. Atlanteans had a mortal enemy. The, the Athenians, living in great cities located in the Mediterranean Valley and principally the Aegean area. The prize was trade dominance among interstellar planets in the Milky Way beyond our own solar system on which colonies of Atlanteans and Athenians had been established. Small local wars had already been fought on Earth and abroad. 11,500 years ago, according to Laith, the Athenian king ordered a surprise attack on major cities of Atlantis. Athenian armies landed on Atlantis and using devastating ray weapons against the Atlantean armies and objectives. The Atlanteans retaliated and broke through the Athenian air defenses, dropping atomic bombs on the capital city of the Athenians. The city was totally destroyed. The Athenian military ordered a retaliatory atomic attack on the capital of Atlantis. Millions of Atlanteans and Athenians perished in the Holocaust. Remnants of the Atlanteans made their way to Egypt and disappeared underground into caves and existing tunnels throughout Africa. Groups of Athenians also climbed the higher elevations of Italy, Turkey, and the Caspian Sea areas to mix with other races. Atlanteans also headed for Brazil and America and became the forerunners of the Maya and the Incas and certain North American Indian tribes. For the Athenians, uh, new rivers poured fresh water into the Mediterranean Valley. Giant tidal waves of salt water produced by a wobble in Earth's rotation breached the high land precipice of the Pillar of Hercules between uh, Spain and Morocco, accompanied by the bursting of the natural land bridge dam at the western end of the Mediterranean Valley. Torrential rains fell on the remaining inhabitants during the ensuing days. At that time, the entire Mediterranean was a lush valley where the Athenian Empire had begun. Over the next 100 years, the water from the Atlantic completely covered the human inhabitations and monuments of man throughout this Mediterranean 
Mediterranean oasis. Only the mountaintops stood out, such as Malta, Crete, Sicily, Corsica, Sardina, Sardinia, etc. New water depths covered what remained of the Athenian cities of Apollias, Athenius, Apollato, Hellenus, Spartulus, and Spartius. Years afterwards, Atlantic waters continued to tumble over the precipice between the pillars of Hercules until the sea's levels were equalized. Sorry for the mispronunciation. Um, it took longer for parts of the Mediterranean highlands to be totally engulfed up to 300 years. Surviving Atlanteans on the western fringe who had gone underground into bomb shelters and tunnels during the attack surfaced, cleaned up their cities, and prepared to relive in them again. But the waters rose yearly, and the Atlanteans were forced to cover their cities with three-foot-thick plastic shells. Atlanteans covered over their entire city habitations. Those elevated cities were eventually engulfed with water and today lie on the bottom of the ocean, some of them adjacent to the continental USA. Communications exists between the eight major cities in the vicinity of the West Indies via a tunnel system. Entrance to the surface from, is from underwater airlocks. Their spacecraft emerged through the ocean to the surface. 28 underwater cities exist today throughout the world in the Black Sea, the Caspian, and the Gulf of Mexico. Other ancient inhabited valleys were also inundated. New mountain chains formed, and old ones, like the Himalayas, rose. Sediments were deposited on our American plains. Eventually, the captive waters left the high plains and ran off and drowned the coastal lands via the newly formed Mississippi, Ohio, Missouri, and St. Lawrence. And that is it. It's an episode of Inner Earth Civilizations and their impact on us. Stay tuned for the next part. Part of Aquarian Radio Network and our show, Enki Speaks. And thank you so much for joining us. This has been Janicare Lesson and Dr. Sasha Lesson. Thanks for joining us today on Aquarian Radio. We broadcast daily and our schedules on AquarianRadio.com. Listen live by calling 646-649-0893 or you can listen live by calling 646-649-0893 or listen to our archives on AquarianRadio.com. Join us again soon and do tell your friends the age of Aquarius and the paradigm of peace is now.